0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everyone, and welcome into NFL Key Predictions Super Bowl Edition. I'm Jordan Black, and this is what we have all been waiting for. After the grind of the NFL season, two teams will take the field in Arizona, with only one hoisting the Lombardi Trophy in the end. The final showdown of the season will find the Philadelphia Eagles squaring off against the Kansas City Chiefs, and the contrast between these two teams starts with experience. Coach Andy Reid finds himself coaching against his former franchise and seeking his second title in three Super Bowl appearances as the Kansas City coach. The greatest weapon will come in the form of quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who, with a victory, can start cementing his own legacy as one of the greatest to play the position. Mahomes led the league in passing yards, touchdowns, and total QBR this year. He did so while having just one receiver, tight end Travis Kelsey, who cleared 1,000 receiving yards. This offense is balanced with four players who have over 500 receiving yards, providing Mahomes with a variety of weapons. In the backfield, seventh-round pick Isaiah Pacheco had just two games with double-digit carries through eight games, but finished strong, compiling 830 yards and touchdowns. Standing in the Chiefs' path to a dynasty will be the team that finished the season tied with Kansas City's 14-3 and record, the Eagles. Jalen Hurts went from potential bust to breakout star in the matter of a single season. Hurts found his success with both his arms and his legs. 3,700 yards passing and 22 touchdowns with just six interceptions. A strong start, but it's the 760 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns that round out this dual-threat quarterback's resume. Kenneth Gainwell has come alive in the backfield in the playoffs, adding to the already potent attack of Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, who provided over 2,000 all-purpose yards during the regular season. Plus, the dual threat of A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, a wide receiver tandem who each had over 1,000 yards through the air and 18 combined touchdowns. These are all impressive stats, but they come from sources that are mostly inexperienced on the biggest playoff stage. And at the helm for the Eagles will be Nick Sirianni, who will put his two and one playoff record against the aforementioned Andy Reid and his 37 playoff games, which include a Super Bowl win among his 221 postseason dubs? Louis DiBiase and Gino Camilleri from Locked on Eagles join Ryan Tracy and Chris Clark from Locked on Chiefs to preview Super Bowl 57.
1: Going to be just a massive battle between, again, like I said, the two number one seeds in these conferences, both 16 and three, including the postseason. The two, arguably the two, I don't even think it's arguable anymore. The two finalists for MVP at quarterback with Mahomes and Hurts, Andy Reid versus Nick Sirianni. There's just so many great storylines, and it's such an even battle, I feel like. And it's going to come down to some key matchups. And I want to start with Chris. If there is one matchup, and again, it's not that black and white, but if there's one matchup that's going to decide this game between two number one seeds to win it all, what's that one matchup?
2: You know, I think that you could say that it's going to be pass rush on the, you know, on the Eagle side going against the Chiefs. But the matchup I really want to watch, and I think that could really dictate how this game goes, is Chris Jones versus the interior of the offensive line of Philadelphia. I mean, you could say it's Jason Kelsey, but the reality is, is he's going to go against the guards as well. So I just say those interior three guys and how, how does he affect this game? What does he do? Does he create the interior pass rush? And really, it's not just him. It's a matter of, is he going to get double teamed to open somebody else up? because there are other guys on this team that have stepped up and gotten pressure when Jones is getting double teamed and it's because he's, they're having to, uh, you know, shade pressure his side. And, And that's, I think a huge matchup in this game is Chris Jones versus that interior three and how it affects everybody else on the offensive line for Philadelphia.
1: Gino, is there another battle up front that you're looking at maybe more in the secondary? What are you looking at here in this game?
3: Yeah, just to touch on Chris's point that I would say the Eagles love to leave their tackles on an island, so expect Chris Jones to receive a lot of those double teams. They're okay with leaving those guys on the edge. They're fine taking on those one-on-ones, rerouting a guy, guy outside, but one thing that they hate is the interior pressure. I'm going to go to the other side of the ball and copy exactly what Chris said. I'm saying the Eagles' interior pressure against those three on the Chiefs' offensive line, man, that those are some bad dudes on that interior. You got I mean, just guys that love to get physical, guys that love the ground and pound. Patrick Mahomes, he's been completing these short passes. It's not so much deep down the field, these touchdown passes. Well, these guys have been giving him time. He's able to sit in there, find the open open spot on the field, and take advantage of teams. And that's how you, you lose to Patrick Mahomes. So the Eagles have to get on his doorstep. They have to get up right in his grill like they did to Tom Brady five years ago in that Super Bowl. It's not an easy test. But the Eagles have the guys, they have the depth. I think it'll probably be a stalemate for about two and a half quarters. And then that depth might come into play in quarter three, closer to quarter four, where the Eagles can run six, seven, eight guys on the interior and just make you not want to play anymore. But we'll see. There's a reason Kansas City got here. And there's a reason that interior is as good as it has been down the stretch.
1: For sure. I think there's so many matchups up front. And again, it's obvious. But when you get to this final stage in the Super Bowl and the Eagles know that, the Chiefs know it, Andy Reid knows it, Howie Roseman knows it. It is one up front. Uh, Ryan, what other matchups are you thinking that are going to be crucial in this game? I I love
4: the fact, A, that we have to talk about all the the trench matchups. A little bit of old school football, which is always near and dear to my heart. But along that line, it's also about an area of the field rather than a particular matchup. It's between the hashes for me. Who can take advantage in that area the most? Can the Chiefs stop? Can they take away – it's funny, you usually talk about taking Travis Kelsey away. The question for me is can you take Jason away? Can you stop his climb to the second level, be able to stop that run and not get mashed between the tackles? Because we all know the Chiefs have chosen – through a number of decisions, to allow the run to hurt them in the middle, knowing they can rally to the ball and play team defense. They pay more attention to getting after the pass and guarding in the back. So I think that's going to be critical. And on the other side, it's about how do they choose to try to take Travis away? And I think the real question is, I I know that you can have Chauncey out there. You can can see what happens with Avante. The question is, do you go nickel corner? Do you try to get linebacker help? Do you have to like rough him up and take what the Bengals have done in the past successfully, what sometimes the Chargers are able to do successfully in playing the physical game with Travis, but it all has to happen in that space between the hashes and who can make up for it in that space, I think, might determine this ballgame.
1: I totally agree. I was going to mention that matchup with Travis Kelsey. Not that the Eagles severely outmatch the Chiefs in every other matchup, but I do feel like the Eagles have some other advantages where the Chiefs, I'm most nervous, can make the Eagles pay is that connection, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, as obvious as it sounds. I'm nervous that despite the Eagles being the number one passing defense this year, Kelsey can take advantage of that zone coverage that Jonathan Gannon loves to run for his base defense. I I wonder how he's going to attack this. I don't know if he's going to just say, this is what got us here. We're going to stick with that. Or if he throws it out the window and says, look, Travis Kelsey, if we can take him out, we're going to force them to beat us with Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scatling, Pacheco, and the rest of these skill position players. Does he throw Darius Slay on Kelsey? Does he put James Bradbury there? there? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? Does he bracket him? They've had success this year in going up against a team's number one target. The first game that comes to mind is when they erase Justin Jefferson week two against Minnesota, against Terry McLaurin in the following week. But this is a different kind of player, guys. This is a tight end that eats in every area. So it's not as simple as, like, for Justin Jefferson, it was Darius Slay, go shadow him. This isn't that kind of player. So... I don't know. I mean, Gino, what do you think? How do you think they're going to attack Kelsey? We mentioned it on
3: the show yesterday that if you do go that route where you shadow him, you're probably going to play zone with everybody else and just play that Meg type of coverage where you just Mm. have somebody travel with them, but that would be so out of the MO of what Jonathan Gannon does. So I'm going to go to your point, Ryan, to where it'll probably be a mix of Chauncey Gardner, Johnson and Avante Maddox at times. And you'll probably see them interchanging them because at the same time, both of those guys do very well in coverage on the back end. I mean, Chauncey Gardner johnson his best trait might be his side-to-side ability to cover in range. So are you going to take him and just place him at the line of scrimmage, allow him to shadow Travis Kelsey and completely take him away on the back end? you're probably playing with one hand tied behind your back. So this is the ultimate chess battle. There's a reason these two teams are here, and there's a reason Travis Kelsey is a unicorn, and nobody has found a reason or a way to stop. You you know the reason. He's great, but nobody has found a a way to stop him. And I think, Lou, the other part of that is the linebacker play for these two teams because Ryan also mentioned it. Which team can rally to the football the best? There are a lot of players in this game that have that yard after contact, and yard after the catchability. Who's mm-hmm. going to be able to make plays in the open field? Because if you're not railing to the football, one tackle broken, yeah. see you in the end zone.
1: I thought that was crucial for the Eagles' win against San Francisco. I thought they tackled really well in the open field. They're also going to have to make sure they're disciplined against Patrick Mahomes, even with a bad ankle. This is one of the best off platform outside of the script. Quarterbacks in NFL history. Chris, do you think that ankle is going to be closer to 100% in this game? Is Mahomes going to be full go? Will that decide how they play this game? What was their game plan against Cincinnati when he wasn't healthy? What are you thinking there when it comes to Mahomes' health?
2: I think he's going to be. I don't know. I'm not going to say 100%. I think he's going to be closer to 85 to 90%. Uh, it just seems like you watch what he did against the Bengals, and they definitely did, had a different approach. They kept him in the pocket more. He stayed in the pocket more until he had to do something at the end of the game where he got out. Uh, it sounds like from everything I've heard and, and what it sounds like they're talking about uh, you know, in Arizona is they are trying early on in practice in Monday and Tuesday, you know, have him run, have him see what he can do, See where he is, and then you're going to build your script and you're going to build your play calls off of what he is able to do. And if he's able to do his off script stuff, then maybe you're going to throw in, you know, five or six plays that you wouldn't have thrown in otherwise. If he isn't, then you'll go back to, you know, maybe the game, the Bengals game plan a little bit, and you're looking at a situation where he has to stay in the pocket. The thing about Mahomes, though, is even though he didn't have statistically a great game against Cincinnati. He did enough to get them to win. And it was a situation where he didn't play his normal game in normal style, but it was still good enough to beat Cincinnati and take them down to win at the very end.
0: We're also really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash Locked On to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com Locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
1: Who do we think is going to win it, guys? Let's get into our predictions right now. According to FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and the Lockdown Podcast Network, the Eagles are getting, they're at minus one and a half, Chiefs plus one and a half. So pretty much a pick them. Are we just taking our teams? What are we thinking here for Not maybe not just like straight out money line who wins the game, but also, you know, maybe some of these bets. What are some bets you like too as well in this game?
3: You know, well, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: go ahead and start. I, I think that it's you look at this game and I think Kansas City is in a position and in, 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 we've talked about this a little bit already. Uh, This is a dynasty-defining game, and one of the things that's really stood out to me watching this roster talk at the the Super Bowl and watching everything that's going on in the Super Bowl, Kansas City seems really laid back. I'm not saying the Eagles aren't, but Kansas City seems like they're just calm, cool, collected. I'm wondering how that's going to play out on Sunday, and I'm not saying that I expect them to be cool, calm, and collected when they come out on the field. I'm just saying, is this going to be a very big moment for all the players that haven't played? And that goes on both teams. You have all these rookies for Kansas City. They're playing huge snaps. Uh, Philly has a lot of guys that haven't played in the Super Bowl either. This is going to be a big game for all of them. You know, when I start looking at some of the bets, I like Patrick Mahomes going over. Uh, you know, two eighty-five. I think is what I saw it at last. I like that. I think that he's thrown for three hundred twenty yards over eleven times this season. Uh, you know, it's a different secondary, obviously with Philadelphia. A different game, but if Kansas City is going to win this game, Patrick Mahomes has to have a big one has to have a big game
1: for sure Gino do you like any bets with Jalen Hurts in this game I know of course anytime touchdown you think he's going to throw the ball a lot run is that going to lead to an Eagles win what do you think man uh, going
3: off of Chris's point to uh, the rookies taking a lot of snaps well those rookies especially at the cornerback position have two guys that are pretty good football players in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith I don't know who yet but I'm taking one of them To go for 75 and a touchdown. I don't know if it's going to be AJ or Devontae. I know the Eagles are going to have to run the ball. I think that comes in a culmination of all four of the guys, Jalen Hurts and those three backs. But I think they target one of these receivers. They pick the matchup that they like between those corners. And one of those guys is going to have a big day in the air. Ultimately, does it get them
1: the win? That I don't know. Ryan, my man, final predictions. What are you thinking?
4: I don't know. I'm going to have to I'm gonna harken back to the old days. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe oh I love realize. it. He had oh. it queued up. Oh. Uh, that. beautiful. Maybe that'll get it right. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I do like, I think there's a line out there, 150 yards for the Eagles on the ground. I think they get that. I think unless they get three, four, multiple 15-plus yard plays, get those chunks, I think that actually hurts them in the end be able to put up total points by being on the ground that much I think a couple of guys that you obviously you mentioned AJ that's going to be the matchup in the past game that really concerns the Chiefs I do expect them to bracket and give them all they can physically up front and understand that those rookies are going to get beat physically but have that safety coverage over the top but if you can still manage 75 at a touch I think they're they're in good shape it's Hargrave for me that is the the x factor he's got maybe the most elite interior three that he's got to go against I don't expect him to have a five pressure game like he did last time but if he can get one of the crucial ones, that might be the turning point. At the end of the day, I think this is a slugfest, and I love it. This reminds me of something that hopefully they don't have to run Wasp at the end of the game to get it done, like uh, another team had to. But in the end, I think it's back and forth, probably into the fourth quarter, but I still got the Chiefs taking it 30 to 27.
1: Ryan's got props, so I'm going to pull out my Super Bowl. Oh, so that'll there, there, you, go. there like, you go. I feel like I had to. He had the hat. <laughs> yeah. I got to pull out the ring. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles win. I think they're going to get this job done. I think it's going to be a classic. I know, Ryan, you mentioned it might be a slugfest. I think the Eagles are definitely going to emphasize running the football. But regardless, even if they run the football, they they churn out explosive plays on the ground. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this football game. Right now, the over-under, I think, was at 50, right, from FanDuel? Uh, yes, uh, oh, yeah. 50 Goodness. and a half that like. over. Yeah. I'm going to take the over. I think you guys agree, right?
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So we have that over on that one.
1: It could be yeah. like a 30 point fourth quarter and I wouldn't even bat an eye between these two right. teams.
3: If we're being absolutely. honest,
1: it's going to be, I think a classic. I think this is going to be one of those Super Bowls that people remember for a long time. Enjoy the game Sunday night in Arizona Eagles Chiefs Mahomes hurts Sirianni Reed. The Kelsey brothers going to be a classic We've got one more show each though for you. Locked on Eagles and Locked on Chiefs on Friday. Make sure you subscribe to each podcast wherever you get the show on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe to the entire Locked on Podcast Network. Locked on NFL, Locked on Sports Today, Peacock and Williamson, all that more. Some awesome Super Bowl coverage. Guys, thanks so much. Any final thoughts? I'll start with Chris.
2: I'm just looking forward to a good game. I think that's already been said, and I know it has. I'm looking forward to a fun game. I'm looking forward to, you know, refs not really having a big impact on this game. And quite frankly, the other thing I'm really looking forward to is who steps up that we don't really we haven't really talked about. You know, I know you mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster earlier. You, missed, you mentioned Marquez Valdez scaling. Can those guys step up? Is Sky Moore going to be a guy that has another big play uh, for Kansas City on offense? And then you look at the defense. Are one of those rookie corners going to – be able to get their hands on a ball and, and get interception. Or is it luxurious need. I mean, there's so many different players that we haven't talked about that are going to play huge keys in this game, uh, but there's not enough time to talk about them all. I'm, it's going to be a fascinating game, and I
4: cannot wait.
1: Ryan, last thoughts. Any uh, final props you want to throw out here before the show ends?
4: No, I, 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 I shot it all
1: <laughs> when I brought that one out. So um, I
4: the thing that I look forward to most is both these teams showing off their strengths. I think they do kind of match up really nicely in terms of of meshing together. Who's got a little bit of advantage here, a little bit of advantage there, back and forth, back and forth. For me, it ends up being about execution. I think that might lend itself towards the Chiefs just because of the experience level, just because of having been there a little bit more recently. I don't know that in the end that that pays off. So I'm looking forward to a good game. And I think what we've shown here today, the four of us, I think will echo through the rest of the fan bases too that there's mutual respect there. Both these teams For have sure. earned mm-hmm. it. And I don't think it's going to turn into anything like we saw craziness after some past championships. So here's to a clean game, again, with no flags, knock on wood. And uh
3: I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Gino, my man, send us off.
3: Yeah, I'll finish it with this, guys. I, I don't give predictions because I'm never right. I just know that at the end of the day, If the Eagles do lose this game, there are a lot of people in Philadelphia that will be very happy that it was to Andy Reid. And there's a lot of mutual respect, as you said. And at the end of the day, this could be a dynasty-defining moment for Kansas City or one that potentially sparks another one. That's the great thing about the NFL is that these storylines write themselves. It's the best reality television you'll ever get. The highest-rated viewing of any event on Earth. Super Bowl 57, and we have the luxury to see both of our teams go and play in it. Hope it's good. Hopefully, it's just well executed all around, and people get a lot of teach tape at the end that you can go and show high schoolers and college kids this is how the game should be played. I think you'll get a lot of that this weekend.
0: Well, Valentine's Day is coming up, which means romance is in the air more than usual. And I don't need to tell y'all lovebirds about that, but you've probably had your date planned on the calendar for weeks. But have you found the perfect Valentine's Day gift yet? Whether you're celebrating this day of romance or whether you're ready to pop the question, you can find jewelry as unique as she is with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Right now, you can save up to 50% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com for up to 50% off. Go there now, BlueNile.com. Well, our Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Sports Today, has been in Phoenix all week long talking with players and analysts across the sports world. And here he is with an update on everything that's been going on. Hey, Peter.
5: Thanks, Jordan. The vibe in Phoenix this week has been so much excitement. And I get it, right? It's the Super Bowl. Of course, people are excited. But it's not just that it's the Super Bowl. It's this Super Bowl. People are so interested to see how this matchup plays out because – you talk to people, they are split on who to pick. And anytime I hear someone say they're going to pick the Eagles, you get a reaction. And someone picks the Chiefs, there is another reaction. So it is really fascinating to see there is no prohibitive favorite in the league right now. And I think this is representative of, of just what a great time it is in the NFL. We complain sometimes about parity and that it can mean bad football, really. And everyone does love to hate the Patriots. It's not like... People did not love to hate Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and, and the evil empire and all that stuff. These are two teams that are incredibly likable. And that makes it easy to, it's so easy to root for Jalen Hurts and and the feel-good Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Sirianni who comes out in his, in his opening press conference and is this nervous mess. And everyone's like, oh my God, Philadelphia. They hired their 18th choice and he looks overwhelmed in his day one press conference. And now, He looks like one of the young star coaches in the league. Then you have Andy Reid, the the sage veteran. He's been here before. He's he's lost these games. He's won these games. Patrick Mahomes, he's won these games. He's lost these games. And if the Chiefs are going to win, it's going to, to be because those guys and Travis Kelsey are the best infrastructure in the league, the best offensive infrastructure in the league. They can win games by themselves. They've proven that. They did it in less than 20 seconds against the Buffalo Bills a year ago. They're not the same team this season, but how are you going to bet against Patrick Mahomes? And that is the question I've been asking anyone. Talk me out of picking the Chiefs simply because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. And the response I hear a lot of people is like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to talk you out of it precisely because It is so scary to pick against Patrick Mahomes. The consensus is the Eagles have the better roster, and and they do. They have the best roster in the league. So if that's not up for debate, then it's how much can Patrick Mahomes cover for what you're missing with the Kansas City Chiefs roster. And they've got a lot of rookie productivity. Five rookies are going to start. They've got ten guys who contribute, who are young unproven players who have not been in this situation. So even though you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and Frank Clark, these guys have been there before. There are a lot of guys who haven't. On the other side, Philadelphia, a lot of young players, guys who haven't been there before. A coach who is unfamiliar in this territory, certainly as a head coach, Jalen Hurts. He's won everywhere he's been. Everywhere he has been, he has been a winner, but he doesn't look like your traditional NFL quarterback, for myriad reasons. And he plays like a non-traditional quarterback, though he is playing more and more in what looks like a modern NFL quarterback side, where you have to be able to make plays with your legs to make these offenses work. He can do that, and that puts so much pressure on the defense. There's just so many ways Philadelphia can attack this Kansas City Chiefs defense that it's gonna make it really tough I don't know who to pick. I I have money on Kansas City, but I picked them before the the games last week. I I think I will still take Kansas City, but my head says I should take Philadelphia. My head says I should take Philadelphia because they're the better team. Because, again, everyone agrees they have the best roster. How am I going to pick against Patrick Mahomes? Tell me. How can I, in good conscience, pick against Patrick Mahomes? We've seen this with Tom Brady. If Patrick Mahomes is the guy his biggest fans tell us he is. If he is the next Tom Brady, the next generational super-duper star, the guy who just owns the league, then he takes a game where his team is a little overmatched in terms of actual on-field talent, and he beats them precisely because he's Patrick Mahomes.
0: The NFL is often referred to as the sport of gladiators, where the reward of victory comes at the cost of a season long gauntlet that tests players' mental and physical resolve to be the last team standing, holding the Lombardi Trophy and being crowned Super Bowl champions. In other words, It all comes down to this. Thank you for joining us each and every week as we took you around the NFL, providing insight and analysis from across our Locked On Network. I'm Jordan Black. This has been NFL Key Predictions, and we will see you all again next year. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.